Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Snap back. They blitz everybody. Pollard, great pickup. Here's a deep pass to the left side. Caught by Lamb. Down at the 30. Oh, that was one of those big, deep overs that takes forever. <laughs> you got to protect forever. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. It's time for Dallas Cowboys thank you notes. 877-881-1053 after a dominating Cowboys wildcard victory. Who gets your thank you notes? I'm going to throw this one out. I was surprised to learn this. Dalton Schultz gets my thank you note. He is the first tight end in team history with multiple receiving touchdowns in a playoff game. Take that, Mike Ditka. <laughs> is that immediately who you thought of, not Witten? Yeah. Okay. Or Jay Novacek. Novacek. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Jay Novacek probably played in more playoff games than Witten. That is very, very fair. Bella but Fleur. Doug Crosby. Uh, not that. Or that is so, yes, my first thank you note goes out to Dalton Schultz. Did you say David LaFleur? Yes, he did say LaFleur. Yeah, that was a good one. 1997, heck of a pick. (laughs) I don't believe that you do believe that was a heck of a pick. God, he was horrible. Is from the 214 LVE gets a tip of the cap because with him back, our defense gets us back to being... Normal or above average from the 214. My tip of the cap goes to Dak. All week, I texted y'all about how average he was. And last night, he was elite. If he keeps playing like this, we will play in February. The elite sat, and I know we were joking about it in our text chain. Is like now Dak is the greatest quarterback in Cowboys history. Is There were a couple of astonishing things from that game. Is... His 75.8% completion percentage, second highest in postseason team history, only behind Troy Aikman had 76.7 in a postseason game against Green Bay. And then Dak Prescott also completed 11 straight passes, which is the most ever in a playoff game. So there, there are multiple things. I Look, Troy Aikman is amazing. He's better than Dak. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, oh, but, wow. I thought, yeah. but you're going to in your face him? No. Well, about the call, yes. Is so I thought Dak deserves lots of credit for last. I, there's night. so many thank you notes, Corey, because that was close to a perfect playoff game for the Dallas Cowboys. I want to stay with Dak real quick, if that's okay. Are you going to stay with Dak too? No, just say thank you. Like do it like Jimmy Fallon does. Thank you, Dak Prescott, for showing that you're not Kirk Cousins. 
That was all. Oh, yeah, the, 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 we, we put yeah. him in that category. Yeah, some Mike. moron texted, "Oh no, Cincinnati Andy Dalton showed up again uh, early on." In that was game. you? Oh, it was. That was definitely you. <laughs> I did. That. I was the one who texted that after two but, possessions. But so you should have taken the L four. But the, like Mike, we we do quarterback rankings every every week, and you you do power ranking the power rankings, and every week Dak fluctuates, you know, on where he is, and there's this idea that he and Kirk Cousins are equals. And Dak was like, "What? Look, no, I'm different. That's what he did last night. He he elevated. True. He leveled up last night, man. He really did. That's the best game of his career. Is what I keep hearing people say. Even Jerry said that this morning. Do you think it, that's fair? Given it the stakes, I think that's fair. Like, I think it was the fourth highest like quarterback rating he ever had. But the other three were, you know, whatever game in week twelve. Right? Yeah." Dak was great last night. If Dak plays, I'm going to go on San Francisco radio. I forget the station. I'm sorry, but it's, you know, the Odyssey station in San Francisco. 95.7 the game. Thank you very much. And I'm going to go on there tomorrow uh, at 920. And I'm going to say, if Dak plays like that, if Dak Prescott plays like he did on Monday night against San Francisco, much tougher opponent. But if he does, the Cowboys can win it all. For the sure. Cowboys can be Super Bowl champs this year if Dak plays like that against San Francisco, against most likely Philadelphia, and then against, let's just say, Kansas City. For yeah. Now. You can win the Super Bowl if Dak puts together four games like that. And I, I know we're not looking forward to San Francisco just quite yet, but I thought about this for a little bit last night. I think San Francisco, I think they might be the best team in the NFL right now. I okay. really do. I know we'll get into that more tomorrow, but... Yeah. If you're looking at the two dominating teams from this weekend, well, good news. At least you're one of the two. Yeah. Now, the bad news is you have to go play the other one, but at least you go into that game and you're like, San Francisco dominated, and you're like, well, guess what? So did we. You ready for my thank you now? Yes, Because I, I did think oh. about Dak. I think Dak is 50%, but I'll go with the other 50%. Thank you, Micah Parsons. That was my if next you're one. not the best defensive player in the NFL, and I know we get to see Joey Bosa this weekend too. Nick. Nick, Nick sorry. Yeah. One of them. There's yeah. two of them. Joey's the helmet thrower. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that is true. Um, you are the best defensive player I've ever seen in my lifetime for the Dallas Cowboys. And I look, I was in high school for, for the championships. I know Charles Haley. And I know Deion Sanders very tough to compare, and he wasn't here a very long time. Uh, but that is the best defensive player I've ever seen. And he, not by himself, a lot of players deserve credit on the Cowboys defense, but there was a fear factor from, from that team last night. The Tampa Bay Bucks were scared to death of that man, and rightfully so. Did you hear what Jerry said he did this morning? Not this morning, but yes. last week. Yes. He brought a baseball bat to everybody in the locker room left one in their lockers and it said bring the wood and even left one on jerry jones desk uh and like that's the he's mentality again i go back to him walking into the huddle that wasn't by accident he knew what he was doing he was trying to intimidate yeah he like he was intimidating by standing there staring at tom brady after the play not not john at him just standing there just being there michael parsons last night according to field yates Three tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack, two pass breakups, two QB hits, nine pressures. The second most by any player in a game this season. Micah Parsons had 10 pressures in week two. So he has the first and second most pressures. So he only lost to himself? Yes. I think. Phenomenal. So kill kill 48, switch 68 says, what about Darren Woodson? Darren Woodson's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He is great. Charles Haley is a Hall of Famer. Great. 
DeMarcus Ware should be a Hall of Famer here in the next couple weeks. Great. Like, these are the guys that I'm thinking of that, as I've seen as a kid, Randy White was past his prime by the time, like, 84, 85 is when I became like, oh, I'm watching sports and can retain this information. At that point, Randy White had exited his prime. So I'm saying that nobody, and I think last night Troy Aikman, who I respect a lot more than Kevin Hagelin. That's not true. (laughs) He said, this is like Lawrence Taylor. I was going to say, this is now when I had to play and I was having to go against Lawrence Taylor. This is how we felt about Lawrence Taylor. And he is playing like one of the greatest defensive players in the history of football. Can he do it against San Francisco? Let's see. But last night... He was like what Lawrence, when Lawrence Taylor led a team to an 86 championship in the Super, you know, throughout yeah. the playoffs, and he was the best player in the NFL. Micah Parsons looks just like 1986 Lawrence Taylor. And, and that's Mike, when you talk about Hall of Famers, do you agree there's Hall of Famers and then there's All Timers? Oh, yeah. Like there's just a, in the Hall of Fame, those guys exist, but I think you kind of walk and you spend about five more seconds, maybe five more minutes standing there reading about them. And that's where I think Micah's. He's not there yet, but he is definitely, we're watching this kind of player right now. Did you see his tweet, Kevin, after, or this morning, maybe? Yeah, Micah's tweet was, it was one of those, you know, one and oh kind of tweets. We, you know, we've we've done that. I I like it. I like it. Yeah, he said, my turn with a picture of the lion. It's my turn. Basically, tired of uh, talking. See y'all Sunday, one and oh. I'm glad you got to the pressures, but because before that, I know it was an impressive way to fill the stat sheet, but I thought, my God, he felt so much more terrifying than that. And then when you hit the pressures, I thought, okay, well, there we go. Because it felt like... They were in Lots his of face all, yeah, all, which you double, can, double, double, and double. And that's double. how you win a game emphatically. If you keep getting doubles, you're like, well, crap. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, you know, I'll say this. It sounds ego. I hate saying it, but I know I'm told I need to. As a former major leaguer and. What? Yeah, I know. You? I was a former pitcher in the major league since we do have a lot of new people listening right now. When you have a scouting report back in my day with Griffey Jr. or Barry Bonds or Frank Thomas or Vladimir Guerrero, like these are the best hitters in the game. There's this report of don't let them beat you, but yet they're (laughs) Hall of Famers because they still beat you. Even though everything says do not let them win this game, they still do something today. It would be like a Mike Trout or, you know, somebody like that where you're like, guess what? The report is Micah Parsons is everything. Don't let him do these things. And yet the greats still end up doing it. And that's the amazing thing to me is when you're told, don't let him beat you, and those guys are still able to beat you. From the two, I know, I know how I said it, sorry. No, I wasn't even, oh. I wasn't even going to say anything. Today's from, not that day for some reason. From yeah. the, my, mind's my mind's somewhere else. From the 214, they go the Shaq route. Thank you, Dak. I wasn't familiar with your game. <laughs> is I do like that from the 903. Thank you to the defense for sending Brady into his next career from the 940. Thank you to the defense. Obviously, absolutely dominating. And then from the 214, I'll tip my cap and thank you to Jonathan Hankins. Yeah. He clogged up the middle and harassed Brady all night long. That that sack where he just goes busting up through the middle, I thought was awesome. But I, I know we talked about it. Tampa is not a running team. But early on, when you saw for the most part, I know they had one carry. They were right. like, uh-oh. But for the most part, when they ran it, they went effing nowhere. While the game was still in the balance, I was like, okay, good. Because I told you that was my worst fear is Fournette or White just breaking out some big runs and thinking we're going to be in trouble. No. Shut it down. Shut it down. The 
I'm sorry if you just read this, Kevin. Tip of the cap to ESPN for showing the graphic on Brady not throwing interceptions in the red zone and the TV jinx being real. And then the like the, that addition when a- Adrian heard them say in halftime, Tom Brady's never been shut out or has only been shut out at halftime one time in his career, and that was his first ever playoff yep. game. Adrian was in the other room, Against and she, she said, holy S, are you are you for real? Yeah. And I was like, that is an – I'd never heard that. That's the first time, but I was glad that we were the ones that did it. Like, I, that's where I was just like, man, this defense, Mike, with Micah and all those guys, they're the ones that did that. They and, can hang their hat on that. And man. maybe that dude plays again. I, don't, I would suggest Tom Brady retire. The betting odds are very close. But – at least he won't have more wins than the Cowboys franchise playoff. There you go. That was that was the thing that uh, was the big <laughs> deal is who will have more playoff wins in their career, the Dallas Cowboys or Tom Brady, and the Cowboys have more. I, I appreciate that. To go along with that INT stat and the shutout stat is when they showed what he does when he doesn't turn the ball over in the red zone is since his last red zone interception – he had 86 passing touchdowns and seven rushing touchdowns. Tom Brady had 93 touchdowns since the last time he turned the ball over when in the Renzo. That's incredible. That is incredible. And I loved the TV jinx for that as well because that interception was so amazing, especially because even if I don't like him, Tom Brady has been dominant like numerous times throughout his career. Some would argue for a giant bulk of his career, and that was a huge turnover right there. Thanks, Dan Quinn. Yeah, for sure. From the 972, Dan Quinn got his revenge on that guy. Thanks, man. That's awesome for Dan Quinn to do that. He really did. And, you know, and thanks for him. Skipping that uh that that interview on Friday uh, with Denver this Friday. He's the ultimate professional. Ultimate is professional. what I heard Jerry say. He also, did it probably in the fourth quarter because no, well he's like this game's over. Actually, I'll, I'll, I got a whole bunch of phones up here. Let me get this. I feel like with. I might have preferred in the fourth quarter. That's where they started easing off the pressure. Some he's like, hold on, I got to talk to Denver real quick. I did want to say thank you to the refs for finally giving the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt on the holding call. Is you saw that thing that. The Cowboys hadn't gotten a holding call against the team's offensive line since Green Bay. and Which the week before that, Kevin, was <laughs> Jerry wearing the oh referee dear. thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it had been like almost two months or whatever. And so finally we got an olding, early holding call. Not an olding call. An early holding call. That would go against Tom Brady. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> an olding call. Olding, number 12. It's a great offense. flag. Yeah, just so many. And by the way, one more for Dak. Dak Prescott, first player in Cowboys franchise history with two or more passing touchdowns and a one or more rushing touchdown in a playoff game. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. And one more. I know I said that already. Chris Godwin, thank you to him for showing that Dwayne Wade is always a loser. Against Dallas because he wore that yeah, Dwayne dude, Wade doing that? finals jersey and he ate that L. Mm. Dude, he did a nice job of pretending like he was hurt all the time like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I think he really was hurt, but I agree with you. We're the KNC masterpiece snap! right I'll here. snap on Dwayne Wade. Oh. Stupid glasses on a different world strokes thing. What was that show called? <laughs> what is happening right now? A different world? Different Did you just confuse a different world with different strokes? What's the show where... A different world. The Cosby show? Yes, yeah. it's a different world, Mike! Sorry. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.